Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the CZ Media Podcast, show number one of 2023. Jeez, it's 2023. Brand new. Brand new year. It's a new year. It's a new me. It's another year to be disappointed. Oh, man. Another year to disappoint oneself. Are you disappointed already? Absolutely not. Not even a little? Nope. I'm counting this as one of my favorite experiences of the year. <laughs> For 2023? Are you bag-dating this Whatever. experience? <laughs> well, hello, everyone, and thank you for listening. Let's get started with all of the usual stuff. I'm on YouTube. We're on YouTube. And then on your favorite podcasting apps, so follow, subscribe, leave a comment, leave that. I, you know what? I haven't, I don't think I've told anyone to leave a five-star review. <clears throat> leave I'll a five-star review. Yeah. Leave a five-star review for this show. Come on guys. Give it yeah. some love. And then uh, let's practice the value for value. Model. Model. That's a famous model. What is the value for value model, Carlos? I mean, if you've chuckled at anything, like, give me uh, 10 bucks. Wow. Ouch. <laughs> I think the value for value is if you get something out of this podcast, yeah, give something chuckle. back. I mean, or even if you don't chuckle. If my words entered your brain at any time during uh, this show, you know, there's that nice little button right there. 10 bucks. Easy. Is there someplace they can donate? Uh, yeah. Upper right, I believe. It says right. donate. I'm doing it as soon as I'm done. Beautiful. And then there's a reoccurring button there, too. <laughs> it's going to be one of those shows. It's going to be one of those shows. Well, everyone, you know, we hope we hope uh, my buddy Kelly is here. Hello. Man, we started this show uh, two hours ago. <laughs> As you can see by our three bottles on this table already. It's another fantastic episode of the Carlos and Kelly show. You know, I was just... Uh, remembering that I've deleted two shows that we've done because there were many more bottles. Yeah. Good times. Good times. Um, so my buddy Kelly is here finally after months and months of begging him to come down. Finally, he came down. Is I this, appreciate it. Is this episode 200? No. Oh, well, it's episode 97. It's not even episode 100. What am no. I doing here? You're going to be back on episode 100, and I'm going to put you into filmmaker hell. All right. Did I tell you what we're going to do? No. We're going to sit right over there. You'll have the comfy chair, and we're going to watch Blood and Blood Out start to finish. Okay. And we're going to live comment the whole movie. Lowest watched episode of yours ever. I don't care. <laughs> It will be the best episode. Don't you have some sponsors you need to talk about? <clears throat> we do. Um, so, you know, ta Rancho Bravo Tacos on Capitol Hill and Wallingford. Check them out. They have great tacos. They're birria tacos. Man, they're just, they just keep getting better. They just keep getting better. Get them with cheese. Get them with the consomme. Dip it in there. So delicious. Uh, and then our title sponsor is The Sneakers Friend. And I have it right here. This is the packaging. The bottle is right here, right there, right in front of you, buddy. 
So the sneaker, and then, um, okay, I have to be serious now because I'm going to put this into something else. So I started the sneakers friend about, uh, ooh, Jesus, this has been over a year, over a year ago. So over a year ago, I said, you know what? I love sneakers. What can I do to make some extra cash off of sneakers? And sneaker cleaner is something that everyone needs. And if especially if you're a sneakerhead, and I might be a sneakerhead. <laughs> I was just showing my boy Kelly here my one of my newest additions to the collection, which is this uh, Chunky Dunky, Ben and Jerry's Chunky Dunky, which is a beautiful shoe. Looks it's like something a else. Right. And they only you can only get it for I mean, it's only two grand. Right. But and then I'll do more on this later, but I have a wall of sneakers over there and there are a few shoes over there that are in that same price range. So I just thought, you know what? People who have these shoes want to take care of them. And it's scary to clean your shoes. It, it's, a, it's, it's a scary thing because you don't know how the cleaner will react to the materials on your shoes. So what I did about uh, over a year ago <clears throat> is that I collaborated with five different manufacturers and did many tests on a variety of different shoes. And then I narrowed it down. To, so I, I uh, the shoes that I used were the a common dunk that you can get for 90 bucks all the way up to a $2,000 Travis Scott Jordan one high. And the, the, that was the cleaner that won, which was the one that I used for this Jordan Travis, uh, to the, uh, this Jordan Travis high one. I, I saw the video you made for that. I loved it. Yeah. And it was, so the, the, the reason that I bought the shoe was because it was used, it was a little trashed and, I cleaned it with this sneaker cleaner and it came out great. And I wear these shoes now and people think that it's almost new. So I figured if this cleaner does this well with this shoe, it will do well with 95%, maybe more of the sneakers out there. So I started the brand. Um, I went through so much I learned so much in packaging and I still have a whole lot to learn because uh, FYI, I'm not super happy with the packaging, but I'm really happy with the product. So the product deserves far better packaging, but my branding, um, getting it, packaging it, promoting it, follow the sneakers friend on Instagram. Um, I've been really happy with, and I, I've sort of did a soft opening. I, I'm considering it a soft opening, uh, when like, I don't know, like five weeks ago, six weeks ago. That sounds about right. So it's, um, it's the reviews are starting to come in. If you go to the website now, the you'll start to see reviews. And this isn't just for individuals who have these insane shoes. Kelly, you don't care a lick about sneakers. I can attest that I own, uh, maybe one pair of sneakers, but I, I bought it for uh, the girlfriend who does half marathons and everything. And she's got nice sneakers and she used it and she was like, hey, this stuff works. And I super appreciate it. But uh, what I will say is that even though you don't care about sneakers, the shoes that you do have, you want them to last. 
This is true. So I'm pitching this as a not just for sneakerheads. It is for just people who want their shoes to last. So if you don't particularly want to spend hundreds of dollars on shoes every year, but just want to extend the life of the shoes that you do have, I don't care what they are. They could be Skechers. They could be from Payless. It doesn't matter. This cleaner will help you extend the life of those. So you don't have to buy new ones. And then if you are one of these weird sneakerheads like me who have to clean them after every use, it will work perfect for that too. So um, I just wanted to let, this is the first official mm, content that I've made for this. So now I'm going to go full on to, to start marketing it and promoting it even more. So this will be on both the Sneakers Friends uh, Instagram page as well as the CZ Media Podcast, and I'll be talking about it. And then uh, in the next episode, uh, I was too busy doing other stuff, but in the next episode, I was just in Mexico for two and a half weeks. And did I wear sneakers? It didn't look like it. No, I did not wear sneakers. I wore some Jordan Union slides almost the entire time. I love them. People hate them because they kind of look like <laughs> orthopedic shoes. And I get it. But I love them and they are comfortable. Uh, but I wore them on the beach, in the water. I wore them out to dinner and fa to fancy restaurants. Well, fancy and Mexican standards. <clears throat> wore them everywhere. So they are dirty. They need to be cleaned. So on the next, uh, I'm going to take some pictures. And then on the next show that I do, I'm going to clean them while I'm talking to my guest. Because, of course, there's nothing more that a guest want than to watch someone clean dirty sandals. I'm sitting here right now wondering why I wasn't allowed to be the guest for that. Oh, I was going to, but we'll do it. You know what? I'm going to bug you, and you're probably going to be guest number 98 as well. Sure. All right. So everyone, go to thesneakersfriend.com. Uh, pick up a pair. If you go through my... If you go through my instagram feed so go to the sneakers friend on instagram i have a bunch of discount codes and they're all still active so use any one of them i think one of them is bf25 so black friday 25 <laughs> what were you thinking nothing i was just curious what that meant hmm. i assumed black friday but i wasn't sure yeah so i haven't disabled i haven't disabled them so go ahead and use them um fast shipping and uh, and yeah, check those out. So it's um, I'm, I believe Jesus, I, I believe the retail for this is twenty five dollars. So not crazy quality. Um, and then get the twenty five percent off. Uh, I'm, I ship out pretty quickly. And then I'm going to do another show about how this really took form, which was through the help of Comcast. They gave a ten thousand dollar grant to minority owned businesses, which yeah, I'm rolling my eyes at the minority part, <laughs> but uh, Comcast gave uh, Comcast gave a $10,000 grant to minority businesses that were severely affected by COVID and the shutdown. Uh, so I applied for their grant, gave them tons of information about, cause I'm a small business. I was a photographer slash consultant in 2019, 2020 and COVID made it so that I 
couldn't work. I didn't really, I did and every one that I worked with was shut down. Um, so they had this really, they, they partnered up, <clears throat> they partnered up with um, this business coaching called Eureka. And together they said, you know what, we're going to give these small businesses who are affected by COVID a $10,000 grant plus business coaching. So I went, I've gone through these classes and it's, you know, it just reminded me of my business of, you know, like my freshman, my, you know, my, you know, my college basically, because they're just reminding you of uh, business principles. And uh, so I'm super appreciative of that. Um, but we'll talk more about that later. I'm, I've reached out to a few because there were there were quite a few recipients in the Puget Sound area. And uh, I applied under a photographer and there were about three, two or three other photographers that got this grant. So I've reached out to them to say, hey, come on and talk about it and see uh -huh. how see how it like. What did you parlay this into? Nice. So I parlayed it into another business that doesn't require face to face contact which was part of my spiel and my grant where I need something that I can still do business, but not face to face. One of the things I love that you did is you took your photography experience and videography experience and made some really great, uh, little commercial snippets for the product. That's it's that, I mean, there, and I need to do a hundred times more and that's the plan. Um, that's the plan. Uh, you know, it's, I did all of this by myself and I'm starting to realize the benefit of working on a team, but then um, at the same time being happy that I'm not on a team because really the only thing that I'm upset with about myself throughout this whole process is how long it took me to make a decision. <laughs> Cause I've been talking about this, uh, the tiptoeing around it for a really long time. I remember, but a very wise man that Kelly, you're going to appreciate this. A very wise man. After I explained this whole process to him, he told me, cause I expressed to him that there was a little bit of hesitation for fear of failure, which is silly, but he told me why not better to fail with someone else's money. Was that me? Did I say that? Or was no. that somebody else? Ah, Someone else. All right. <laughs> it could have been you, though. Did you say that at one point? I don't think so. No. So uh, so kudos to, I mean, my boy knows who he is. Uh, so, yes. So I will. So thank you, everyone. Follow The Sneakers Friend on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, YouTube, YouTube. I have a bunch more stuff in the works. I've redone my whole house to be able to make videos. Um, so it's coming. Um, but so far, the reviews are coming in, and they're great. And thank you so much. All right. So enough of that. I gave uh, 10 minutes to that. That should be good. All right. If we're done with that, can I ask you one thing about that? Yeah. So, you know, I like to wear New Balance with Velcro snaps. Is that going to work for cleaning my New Balance? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. How often do you buy shoes? Well, I buy shoes. Uh, I used to buy shoes fairly often. They were always dress shoes and 
you know, things like that. I'm kind of a shoe whore, but I liked... Well, uh, but you're fancy, man. Yeah, I liked stuff that looked just a little weird, you know, uh, a, a burgundy shoe that had a high shine on it or something mm. like that. I mean, I do know that you're a fan of wearing pants. <laughs> I do wear pants uh, in public, especially. You, you wear pants. So people who wear pants, you need more of a variety of shoe. Because you can dress that pant up a la Seinfeld with the blue jeans with there you uh, go. with the sneaker. Or you can dress it down, you know, no, dress it down with the sneaker a la Seinfeld. Or you can dress it up with the the boot. The boot. Wow. I never did that. Well, There's you know that. how I usually dress as a uh uh, a sport coat, jeans, yeah. and then a dress shoe of some kind. Well, right, like the you know that what's that half boot called? I don't. I I'm not a fan of the half boot. Oh, you're not. You're not a big fan boot. Uh, if it covers my ankle, not happy. Oh, okay. So only low, only low, only low riders. Huh. All my friends got low riders. I even have a boot. I think. Weird. <laughs> so, the the basically. Like you're going to be part of you're going to be a big chunk of my target because you don't want to buy shoes all the time. You just want to you like your shoes. You buy them. Basically, you buy them for a reason because you dig them and you want to wear them. Yeah, that is the weird thing. So when you're uh, a dress shoe whore, it's the same kind of thing. I have shoes that are, you know, long out of print or whatever you would call that. So I've got. Yeah, I've got some crazy cool shoes that Where I can't... Where are these? I've never seen these. You just have to come over sometime. All right. Uh, but but I can't just go out and buy a new pair of them, you know? So uh, keeping them clean and uh, and taking care of them, yeah, that's priority one. So this is basically going to help you do that. This is going to... Uh, you wear them. Spray some of this uh, foamy deliciousness on there. Oh. Wipe them with the rag. Because depending on the, like if you have a, if the, the brush that comes with this is a medium bristle brush. So on, you, you if it's a shine like if it's something that can be scratched, like a shiny shoe. Okay. You probably don't want to use the brush. You want to use a fiber cloth. Sure. Right. Each, I mean, each, every shoe is different. Uh, dress shoes are a little different animal than sneakers and the type of leather that they use with sneakers. Right. So sneakers is mostly canvas, leather, suede, um, and suede. And that suede works. Suede and suede? Well, uh, like I wanted to say new buck, but that works great with this. And then that was the, that was the beauty of when I cleaned these Travis Jordan one highs or Jordan one Travis highs, whatever, because it's, it's a, it's a really delicate suede on that shoe. As a person who's not a, a, uh, sports shoe kind of person, Mm -hmm. I looked at the before and after of that and I had to say, wow, there is a big difference. Yeah. And I was a little surprised. So basically I bought that shoe used and it was super beat. Whoever bought those shoes, they wore their. I think they were even they were they they like skateboards because <laughs> the right the right uh, 
the 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 sole on the right shoe was really worn, but it's still a really because they pedal. They, oh, they, oh, okay, they, right. Skateboarding. All right. <clears throat> Never cleaned them, and then I'm like, you know what? I got these at a really good price. I think that I can bring them to knife and make them look good, and it it worked. Nice. It really worked. It really worked. And then since then, I've used them on other ones. I've used them on the Jordan Low fragments. That that's a sheesh that's a how much did i get those for that's like a thirteen hundred dollar shoe i've used them on the off-white air max oars those are a fifteen hundred dollar shoe i've used them on the and then of course i've used so i've used them on my jordan <clears throat> retro breads that's just the classic shoe like one of the ones that jordan's actually that jordan wore that's a six hundred dollar shoe did the lights go up? It seems like they got a little brighter. Uh, I, I may oh, have said no. this before. Uh, I think you've had Tony K on your yeah, show. Yeah, a couple times, actually. Tony and I were talking about you after I had been on the first time. And we were both uh, we were both just very impressed with the motor in you. <laughs> and and I got to say, I, I, I love that you're doing this. Man. Well, it's there's no such thing as... People might complain, but there's no such thing as passive income. At least not for mere mortals like us. Right. I mean, passive income might be, you know, buying Tesla at 150 <laughs> and then waiting and then, you know, selling it when it's at 500. Absolutely. Sure. Like that might be. But, um, man, I've got. Here's the thing. I don't want to be rich money isn't really a huge motivator for me um i want to just do stuff and what i want to do right now is move to mexico (laughs) (laughs) nothing uh more infuriating than a guy who's got a two thousand dollar pair of sneakers in foreground saying i don't want to be rich but so what i mean that's the thing it's the, there are dress shoes that cost twice as much as that. I don't buy those though. No, I, I am opening this uh, third bottle. Eek. Open it. We're ready. And then we have some bubbles too. All right. So new. Uh, all right. That's so. That's enough of that. I'm gonna use this snippet on the uh, on the other channels. Um, and I'm thankful for that. Thank you, buddy, for coming. Absolutely. Um, so this is the first show of the new year. Geez, like, man, that, how did this year go by? Well, first of all, every year we say, Jesus, this year just went by. <laughs> yeah. That's and how it goes. One. That's and how it goes. When you're as old as I am, Carlos. What? 43. <laughs> you start realizing that, uh, time does move differently based on your age when you're eight years old a year is the longest time ever because it's one eighth of your life when you're 53 it's one fifty third of your life and it flies by and it just keeps getting smaller and smaller you're right you know what so uh, having said that i wanted to gift you oh well uh, so a little bit ago i said that i wanted to move to mexico so we just got back, and I don't know. We should probably, yeah. This is going to be a two-hour show for of sure. Of course it is. 
Is there a bathroom break in this show? Sure. Okay. Uh, Finish that last little we... drink in your glass, would you please? <laughs> uh, my uh, wife and I are probably going to do about a show. My wife and I are going to do. Bottle number three is a 2020 Cab Sauv from Horse Heaven Hills. And this is the first wine club that I've joined. What are you looking at? Of how dirty there's my a little sediment goes? from that last wine, which was you know a what? William Church. I get all of my glasses so dirty because I'm an animal. No, that came from the wine, not from your filthy mouth. Your glass looks pristine. My glass looks like if a toddler slobbered all over it. <laughs> but I think it's because I grabbed my glass like a beer. I like that about you. Like, I don't care about this fancy stem. You're really supposed to hold it by the stem. Did we cheers already? For. We have not. Okay, cheers. Great to see you, brother. Man, I've missed you so much. I have missed you. You were like lost in Mazatlan. So, well, I'll do a quick summary stranded of Stranded in Mazatlan, I believe. <laughs> Hashtag stranded in Mazatlan. For sure. So I'll do a quick summary of this because my wife, uh, my wife and I will probably do a show about this because it deserves its own show. So for the past few years, my wife and I go to Mazatlan, Sinaloa uh, for, for New Year's. So we, we spend Christmas here with family, and then we fly out a couple of days later and then stay for a couple of weeks, celebrate New Year's with our friends. Uh, we've been going there for over 10 years and have developed just the best group of friends down there, and we love it. So this... Le- Last Christmas, we did this, and it was difficult because we were stranded in L.A. for a day. So we flew. This is last year. This is 2021. So we flew from Seattle to L.A., but then the L.A. to Mazatlan flight messed up. So we were stuck in L.A. for a day, but then we flew out the next day. So, I mean, it kind of sucked, but not, not really. This year because of that stupid ice storm that happened just after Christmas, our flight from Seattle to LA was delayed by four hours, (laughs) but luckily we got the message early. So we weren't at the airport for four hours. So we slept in and then we went to the airport. If it were the normal time, we flew to LA, but because Mazalan is such a, there aren't that many flights. And we missed the flight from L.A. to Mazatlan. There were no other flights to Mazatlan for a day and a half. So we were in L.A. for a day and a half. And I mean, uh, Alaska, kudos. You are far better than Southwest. (laughs) They hooked us up with the hotel. They hooked us up with dinner vouchers. Man, that's nice. And it was a nice hotel, too. It was, uh, I don't know what it was, Sheridan something. It was nice. It was a nice hotel. So we we went, and then um, the full day that we were there, we spent it in Santa Monica. And I've never been there, so we we uh, took a Uber to Trejo's Tacos. I love that. Right? I mean, who loves Danny Trejo? Everyone loves Danny Trejo. And he has a new spot in Santa Monica. So we went there, had a couple margaritas, had some tacos. I had a burrito. Man, it was delicious. I had a surf and turf burrito. Delicious. 
The hot sauce that he has is really good. I bought two bottles. I'm going to gift one of them to my friend, Trisha, because she's a hot sauce connoisseur. Um, so we, we went there and then we walked to the pier and holy moly. Yeah. The lights are going crazy. I don't know. What is that? Is is there, is it windy maybe? It's the last of us. Gee, holy moly. Yeah, that's definitely, <laughs> that's, that is so weird. I mean, I don't know what that is. The, the joys of owning a home. Sure. I guess. So we spent the day on the pier, which I'm assuming you've been to the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, I used to live down there. Do you love it? I I did back in the late 80s. I mean, <laughs> it was nice, but okay. I mean, we're not going to go on the rides. Well, no. I mean, I, when I moved down there, I was I turned 18 when I lived down there. So you can see why I would like something like that. It's a bunch of scantily clad women, and uh, it was it was a cool place to hang out. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's a homeless issue down in California right now yeah. that's not super great. You know what? It didn't even come close to what I see every day. Oh, okay. Not even close. Wow. At least where? At least from Trejo's Tacos. Walk down the street, walk to the left, then go down <laughs> to the Santa Monica Pier. I mean, yeah, there were some, but not. Okay. Hmm. Or, you know what? Maybe it's a ghost. I think the lights are going to explode eventually. How cool would that be? <laughs> that is interesting. So we're having our lights are dim, dimming and yeah, I need to check into that. Uh. So we spent the day down there and we walked all the way down. I took a bunch of pictures and uh, I have, I'm, I need to go get the film developed. Um, I tried to fly the drone, but that is a no fly zone. Oh, okay. And then stupid DJI. I don't know what DJI is. So DJI is a, a manufacturer of drones. They make drones, okay. but they are fully in cahoots with every government. So if the government doesn't want you to fly, in you know geotagging they're like nope you can't even you your drone won't go anywhere that's for fly. that's for safety of other mm, airplanes right? fascism okay wow i i'm i'm uh i'm researching building my own drone that don't that doesn't have any of this geotagging software in it but that my camera will still be a 4k camera <laughs> So we were there almost all day. And then um, then we went down to the start of the pier, and there was a bar there. And then Lori's like, let's just go here. Man, we had the best time at this bar. We drank a ton. We ate, we ate you know, some bar food and had a super fun time there. And then, the, the, you know, sunset, and it got dark. And then we walked off of the pier, across the street, went to this other bar, had more drinks there great time then it was like we're hungry again so we looked at this place and it was across the street from trejo's tacos i don't remember what it's called but we went there and then we ate and drank even more and then our neighbors there so this family came in and it was this kid with his parents and we befriended them nice and 
one of the first things this kid said to me was, oh, and that just reminded me. One of the first things this kid said to me, his name was Bruno, is it's like, it's my 21st birthday. Oh, no, it is on now. Man, you cannot tell you. I cannot hear anyone say that. So we order shots right away. Shots for his mom, shots for his dad, shots for him. And the bartender was super cool. She brought more shots out. And then we just had shot after shot after shot. Shot, 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 shot. And we're shot. just like his dad, he's, he's, uh, it's 21st birthday. He goes to some college in Utah. Oh. But they, his parents live in California. Like I'm talking it up with this. His dad is Austrian. So I'm talking to him. His mom is super cool. Lori's talking to her. We get pretty buzzed. And then one of us goes, where are we going to next? <laughs> so then we go to this other bar and then just start drinking even more. And we just had a super great time. Unfortunately, I felt like crap the next day. And then we had to fly down to Mexico. Can you pour me some more? Oh, no, this I still have some more. Yeah, you had to finish that before yeah. I pour it. <clears throat> so, uh, so this trip was delay from here to L.A., delay from L.A. to here for a day and a half. So we don't get to Mexico. We don't get to Mazatlan until two days after we should have been there. Right. And then we get there, <clears throat> and the place where we normally stay isn't available. The first the, wasn't available at the first leg of our trip. So we we booked a Airbnb at this really nice place. Um, it's the condo on the marina, which is right on the water. It had access to a yacht. I was so excited because we we had booked this yacht. Oh yeah, yeah. You told me about that. So you're telling me that the place that you had already booked was not available because of the two days? No. Or, oh. We missed it. Oh, okay. Because we were in L.A. Okay. So my yacht trip didn't happen. Ah. Uh. But when we finally get there, we only we're only staying at this super cool place for one night. And then we move over to our friends comp where we normally stay. Right. Which is also a super cool place. Yeah, it is super cool place. But like this one had access to a yacht. <laughs> that was really important to you. I remember you telling me. I told you, everybody. You had like a a crew. Yeah. That was gonna take you out to yeah. some point in the water. On a <laughs> yacht. And just drink, I guess. And just drink. So, unfortunately, that didn't happen. We can only stay at the cool place for a day. And I shouldn't even be doing too much details because uh, Lori and I will do something about this. Well, anyway, so that that's three days into our trip. So, our trip doesn't really start until day four. Right. And that's a big chunk. Yeah. I mean, eh, yeah, we were going to be there for two you, weeks. You have anyway. no idea that you're going to be stuck there. <laughs> And then plus people are thinking this prick. I have five days vacation. This prick is upset that he lost four of his 13 days. Oh, whatever. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I got to say, so uh, just so the listener knows, then you get stuck down there when uh, El Chapo Jr. is picked up. Well, but that's not even the 
good stuff. No, no, no. I mean, you're going to talk about the good yeah. stuff with uh, with Lori. But you sent videos. Were those videos you took? No. Oh, okay. I no. was like, wow, are they seeing these uh, semis backed up to each other and on fire? In there the was a little bit of that near where we were, but the majority of that was about 150 miles away. Okay. So, uh, so, th- so we our vacation truly starts on day four, and then we have fun. I mean, we spent New Year's with our friends, and that was so much fun. And we, you know, we, we did. We did a whole bunch of cool stuff. New Year's was super fun. Our friend Bonnie, I mean, we had a band, tons of food. Um, she put, there were about 10 tables. She put a bottle of either tequila or vodka at each table. And then plus she had tons of bottles of sparkling and you know me and sparkling. Ah, you and me and sparkling. Jeez. So I must have drank five bottles of sparkling that day <laughs> and then a bottle of vodka. So we had a great time on New Year's. Then, then Lori gets sick for two days. So she's out of commission. Like laying in bed that she's just doesn't like doesn't feel great. Then we have one day of kind of it's okay. And then I don't feel great next. So that puts a damper on one day. So in our two-week vacation, we're off by four days. And then we have like three sick days. So there weren't really that many fun days. Right? But I'm... (laughs) I want to say something super insensitive right now. The good Lord heard me <laughs> and he decided to make the Mexican government arrest El Chapo's son in a city that's about a hundred miles away. Shut down airports, shut it's, down everything. What does, oh, oh, this is great. I'm glad we're talking about this. What does the government do? Now you guys, you know, you're well off. You can afford to stay there for another week. What happens if it's just some bozo who's like saved up everything and he can afford to stay Jesus. the time there and then he suddenly can't get out of the country? I have no idea. Oh, okay. So it's not the government saying, look, we're going to put you up someplace. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Not even close. <laughs> so, so what happened was is that Biden was going to be in Mexico City a few at some point and then like th- then all of a sudden the Mexican government felt that it was necessary to capture Chapo's kid and so if anyone doesn't know Chapo El Chapo uh, Joaquin Guzman he was the head of the Sinaloa cartel which if you go to Wikipedia is the biggest largest organized crime organization in the world. Billions and billions of dollars is the Sinaloa cartel. And Mazalan is in Sinaloa. But their, 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 their headquarters is in Culiacán. And Culiacán is about 150 miles away from Mazatlan. But Mazatlan 
is the tourist capital of Sinaloa. Sure. And for, I mean, we've known about this for years where there is a big cartel presence in Mazatlan, but they have a pretty good working, you know, uh, partnership with the government where there's no cartel activity in the main areas because tourism is the lifeblood of the city. There's uh there's a, there's a, on the North side of the city is where all of the big resorts are like big resorts, uh, all inclusives, really nice resorts. And then on the South side is the older side of the town. And we like the, the South side. We like, it's, it's called the, I mean, more like Centro or Las Altas. It's, uh, it's, there aren't any huge, uh, resorts where we stay because our friends have lived there for a long time and they live in a con just like in a regular condo building that just happens to be in, uh, I sent you this pic. I think I sent you this picture, but it's like the condo building looks like it's built into the side of a mountain. Yeah. It is very cool. looking. It's super cool looking and it's right across the street from the water. It looks beautiful. So, the cartel stuff doesn't generally happen there. It's like, I think maybe once or twice in the past five, seven years, there's been a murder at either a casino or at a big resort, but uh, generally that doesn't happen. So there's a symbiotic relationship between cartel and government. Um, But in Culiacan, the Culiacan is not a tourist destination. Uh, and th- th- it's, it's far more prevalent there. So that's where they captured Chapo's son. And I don't remember what his name is, but they captured him there. But the thing is that it turned into a mini war where they, the, what happened was, is that they captured him, but then all of the, I mean, and they're gangbangers in essence, right? These cartel guys, <laughs> they're not, they're not all, you know, highly trained right, assassins right. like Sicario wants you to think that they are. <laughs> a lot of them, they're kids. I mean, they have child soldiers for crying out loud. But what they were doing is that what they were doing is that they were carjacking people, but the cars that they carjacked, they would use to block the roads. So they would carjack people, take their cars, put them out in the road, and then set them on fire. Right. I saw all the videos. So there were lots of cars that were set on fire to block roads so that people couldn't get in or out. And in Mazatlan, there's just one road that goes to the airport and, but it's still a little bit far out, right? It's still, I mean, it's a good, maybe three, four miles. They did that. So where we were, they did block the roads with burning cars. Wow. And then they shut the airport. So the, the airport was shut down for a bit. But in Culiacan, they were shooting at planes. I saw those videos also. <clears throat> yeah. So it was a little bit nuts. Yeah. So what happened was is that they shut down the city for about two days, a day and a half. Um, which was a little bit surreal because our condo is on the main road where there's tons of traffic. So for a day and a half, it was completely empty. Like wow. there was nothing happening. I mean, the 
this might sound insensitive also. The bars aren't open. You guys are just kind of. No, because the state of the, the city sent out a message saying stay home. Wow. Okay. Like there might have been stuff opened inland. Um, but we normally don't hang out inland. Right. Um, we know, I mean, we just normally hang out at the main, at the main places and supposedly they were closed. It's like, I can't confirm that they were closed because we didn't leave. What did you guys do the entire time? Luckily, uh, our refrigerator, our freezer was full of vodka (laughs) and I had about four bottles of sparkling in the refrigerator and we had some chips. So we we were okay. Like we stayed in and watched movies, uh, watched TV. Uh, Lori loves Matlock. Wow. So we saw <laughs> we saw four episodes of Matlock almost every day. Oof. You don't like Matlock? Is that uh, Andy Griffith? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could pass on that one. It's pretty good. I'll take the Andy Griffith show over Matlock. No, Matlock is good. Okay. Uh, is this a good time to take a break? What, you got to pee? Uh, so badly. All right, go. Uh, do a commercial break here. And we're back. You're going to hear me speaking a lot slower now. I'm going to be in a much better mood. Because you had to pee for that. Because you had to pee for that long? 40 minutes. We haven't even been recording for 40 minutes. I have a very small bladder. Yeah, you're like my buddy Levi. Except that I'm cool. Now, my buddy Levi's pretty cool. He's Mormon, though. I see that you grabbed another bottle. Yeah, in case we need it. <laughs> in case we need it. All right. All right, so, all right, I'm not going to bore anybody else with this stuff, but they can read the news. I'll link to the thing. Like, it was a, it was a mini war. And it's sad. It really is sad because 30 people died. <clears throat> so I told Lori, the Lord answered my prayer and it only took the death of 30 people. Yeah, but it was. No, 20, 20 gangbangers. Right. Uh, 10 military officials. Which let's let's face it. The Mexican government is pretty corrupt. Oh, mega. Uh, <laughs> those military guys were also gangbangers. <laughs> But they're dead. And then there's like child soldiers in there here. And you know what? We didn't know that. And so more importantly, like what you said earlier, it's like, will the Mexican government refund us for having to stay an extra week? The people who were carjacked, they're not getting anything. Like there was an article about, written about that where, <clears throat> well, no, um, you listen to Corolla. Yeah. The dude who's on there who talks about the cartel. Yes. Um, Calderon. I don't remember what his first name is. Um, he, he go to his Instagram feed and then he talks about, he talks about that. He talks about how a lot of these people who were traveling, they knew what was going on, but they had to work and their cars, they were carjacked and their cars were, they were blown up there. In essence, their cars were used as sandbags, right? But the government will not make them whole. You think you got it bad here? This is a pretty easy country to live in. Oh, you know what? All right, let's segue. Perspective. Okay. 
How per, how important do you think perspective is? Uh, 100%. Jesus. I've had conversations with people the past few weeks who completely dismiss perspective. And at that point, it doesn't really matter, right? Well, you know what? I'm sorry. Before we do that. Right. So while we were in Mexico, and this is actually one I wanted to gift to you last year. Oh, no. What's this? He's but, pulling it out of his pants, <laughs> listener. I think I know what this is. I've already had it, but let's see what it is. No, I wanted to get this to, uh, I wanted to give this to you last year, but no one was selling these. They were nowhere to be found. And I looked, I went to stores, usually beach vendors. Cause then, you know, in Mexico, there's people selling everything on the beach. You can buy donuts, oysters, (laughs) hammocks. I hope it's a donut that you've been hiding in your pants. No, I think that you're really going to like this. And what, what is this? This is gorgeous. So I got so last year I got you a bottle opener. Yes, which hangs on my uh, refrigerator. But it's not as cool as this bottle opener. Is this a bottle? Oh, it is a bottle opener. Uh, I don't know if you can see this on the video. That is really cool. It's made out of abalone. That is so cool that it moves around. I see now that the mouth is the yeah. the ba- the bottle opener. I think that that is one of the coolest things. It really is. Ah, uh, my friend. Thank you. That's it's when so that's a funny thing is like last year we were looking every well okay, I because Lori doesn't give anyone anything. <laughs> I was looking everywhere for those and just couldn't find them. So then when I, you know, when I finally found the one that I did gift you, which was just a, a sugar skull. I'm like, okay, it's like something practical, I guess. But then this year when we were there, like the first day that we walked, that we took a walk, someone was selling those. And it's like, okay, I just, we just got to get it. This is amazing. By the way, I love the bottle opener you got me before, which (laughs) is a, uh, it's a metal and inscribed sugar skull when the mouth is the bottle opener and it's a magnet. So it's on my refrigerator and this year, I decided I was going to start getting into uh, gin and tonics, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And so I had bought some nice tonic bottles and stuff like that. And I realized I couldn't find my bottle opener. And then at one point, it was like, wait a second. I've got a bottle You've opener a bottle right opener. here. So you you saved me a couple of times <laughs> from being sober. Hey, <laughs> sober sucks. It's the worst. So this is we've had this one for a super long time. That that's gorgeous. This is really amazing. They're, wow! Yeah, they're, thanks, they're, man. It's, this it's, is it's, so cool looking. It uh it depends on the season. So this season the abalone uh uh happened to come out this way, but then that season. Wow! I had no idea. So it's a different. it's a unique kind of thing per year. Yeah, and. These are actually made there. Like a lot of the stuff that they sell, it's just made in China. Oh, no. But this this, looks very handmade. It's really cool looking. Yeah, but this is actually made there. And I just love these. I think that they are so super cool. And oysters are a big part of Mazatlan culture. Um, I love oysters. I know that you're not big on seafood. No. Maybe one day I'll 
coerce you into doing an Look, oyster shooter. Look, if you shooter. fry it, I'll eat anything. No, actually, fried oysters are worse. Well, I'm just saying, I can't eat anything from the sea that's not, you know, you drowned in batter. And uh, no, I'll eat fried shrimp if it's drowned in batter. And uh, we sorry. have to go to a Mexican restaurant. Let's go to a Japanese restaurant. And no, their where shrimp do you, is Where do you fried. think they get their shrimp from? I'm just saying, I can't just eat shrimp. It's not my thing. I don't like the flavor. I don't like the smell. Well, okay. But you have an oyster abalone. That is, uh, I am being quite honest, that is one of the most thoughtful gifts ever. <laughs> and it's not just because the alcoholic mm-hmm. in you recognizes the alcoholic in me, but that is a big part of it. I love it. Thank you so much. I hope you like it. I love it. All right. That's going on. You know, I've got that little bar in my house, so uh, that's going right there. And, and it's a nice talking piece because it stands it's up. It's gorgeous. Like, it should be able to do this. What? Show me on this one. No, you can't even show me on that one. <laughs> what? That is amazing. Oh, God. I'm going to be drinking so many more bottles now because of this. And then it's like, check out my bottle opener. That's right. Like, I, th- I think bottle openers are super thoughtful gifts. I do, it's too. Like I have a buddy. I have a friend who gave me this one. And it is a Mexican restaurant. I didn't wrestler. realize that's what that was. That's great. I just, I, I think they're practical. It's not as cool as the one you gave no. me. No. All right. All right, so that uh, take that mushiness out of the way. I just uh, missed you a ton. I missed you, brother. I bothered you a whole ton. No, you did not bother me. I love that uh, when you're out of the country, we still communicate as often as we do when you're. You I know, gave you 40 like three away. days break. Away I don't from think me. you did. I did. <laughs> and by day, I mean eight hours. You don't need to give me a break, man. I love you. That's a lie. How dare you? When I send you messages and then you reply with a picture of you writing in my brain, that means that, listen, I'm writing. Leave me alone. Uh, You're one of the only people that I will send a picture of me writing to because you have always been so supportive of my Because I love it. So... I'm in one of your stories for crying out loud. Uh, listener, what he's talking about is sometimes he'll he'll be like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And all that. And I will just send a picture of my iPad and keyboard with generally a, a bottle of wine because I write out. And uh, I just let him know that I'm writing. And he has always been so supportive. And yeah, you're in the uh, the widowed novella, which you read. Which I did. really surprised me. You know what? This, I, okay. So we have a mutual podcast uh, fanship to Adam Corolla. Adam Corolla, right. And then he likes to talk about how he's not a reader, but he kind of says that in a proud way, in the same proud way that a lot of dudes say, oh, I don't know how to this, or I don't know how right. to that. Never change a tire. And I don't like that. Me neither. I do not like I do not like to admit that I do like I mean if there's something if something comes up that I don't know like I'll admit it was like you know what I I haven't but I don't I don't say it proudly I guess right. is the thing 
So, well, luckily, I know how to change a tire. I know how to drive stick. <laughs> like, I know how to do tons of stuff. You're a man. I got it. But I really, really wish that I was a better reader. And I have the best example because my wife, like Lori read, like no joke, Lori read five books while we were there. (laughs) That would have been me also. (laughs) She read five books and your 100 page novella took me (laughs) three weeks to finish. (laughs) And if you actually add up all the time that it took me to read it, it was probably like two and a half hours. It's, it's but a, I'm not, I mean, I'm laughing. Read. I, I am so touched that you would read it at all because I know that that's just not your thing. I want it to be though, is the thing I really do. And then, so I tried to identify things that will help me be better at it. And so for example, years ago, I read Gary Delabate's book. Oh, okay. Bababui. Yeah. And I read it on my phone. Right. It was a, it was a, uh, I read it on like my iPhone five. (laughs) Wow. So it was super tiny, but I read that whole book while we were on vacation, but I can't do that anymore. And I, when I, I don't know, actually, here's a good question is that right now, all of my phones, when they're at the beach for more than five minutes, the screen just dims. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it does not like that temperature at right. all. It's like I'm curious if like the older iPhones didn't have that. So the screen was the same brightness. Interesting. Because that's how I read that Gary Delabate book was on iBooks in huh. Mexico in the same heat. And I could see it perfectly. But now when my phone is out for, I don't know, any sort of bit of time, the screen just dims. Which I'm assuming is some sort of protection against heat. Have you thought that maybe it's just your old man eyes? No. Adjusting. No, No, these are brand new contacts. (laughs) But Lori uses a Kindle. So like, okay, like that might be something, something to it. But I really do want to be a better reader. And um, I, I'm, I mean, I, when I tell you that I read stuff, it's 99% of it is audible, is that I listen. I think that's, I think that's legit. Yeah. I listen to a lot of audible, and I count that as reading a book. I sent you a screenshot of how many minutes that I've listened to um, Lovecraft. Yeah. That was a lot. That was crazy, actually. And how, how is the audible on that? Is it just a computer voice? No, or? it's oh. some British dude. Oh, okay. I kind of want that myself now. But some voice, not, there are a lot of audible um, performers, I can we call them performers, who should not read. Oh, all right. Okay. Like they're, they're just boring. They're, they're not good. Um, I like it better when the author reads it, which of course we're not going to get Lovecraft to read the author. <laughs> but so, for example, I I read a I read a book um, from uh, one of my favorite F one drivers, and he read it. Okay. So I was like, I read that whole book, 
and I loved it, but it was in his voice. Sure. So I liked it and I finished it. So, I mean, you can sort of count that as me reading a book. I completely agree. Um, And then uh, probably my favorite book of last year was the Quentin Tarantino book. Right. Which I have now and I've been reading. I loved it, even though Quentin does the beginning and then he they get he gets inserted in it he doesn't do the whole thing oh interesting okay yeah he doesn't do the whole thing but the 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 performer the artist that they chose to read the book was really good and engaging and kept like it was he he wasn't boring okay so that's what you're fighting with with these uh with these audible books is like, if you don't like the voice of the dude reading it, you're just not going to get it. Right. So I, I love it when an author reads his own work. If it's, especially if it's a biography, Mm. if uh, you know, like David Lee Roth's crazy from the heat, he reads that and it's, it's insane. Cause it's just him going, you know, and, that's hilarious. It's fucking great. Or like Corolla, he reads his own books, and that's funny too. Hmm. Have you? I I haven't uh, listened to many of them, but I listened to parts of them, and I like that he goes off on his various rants. Yeah. But actually, like, we should do a whole show on that because I will never read any of his books. What? Because it's everything that he just says every well, day. Anyway, sure, of course it is. But I mean, that's why we like him, right? Mm. Oh, okay. I'll just say this, that Anthony C. Hall, who played Dexter, yeah, he reads Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Oh. And it is so amazing. But his voice is yes. iconic. And he does various voices for the various characters. And I was like, God, just cast him in every role when they were doing that Pet Cemetery. Man, you know what? I have not seen the new deck the the latest dexter i haven't either but i've heard that i don't have to bother yeah (laughs) i and that the the other thing that's so sad about dexter it doesn't hold up you mean if you rewatch it doesn't hold up oh i i really like those first couple of seasons oh i tried oh no it does not hold up that's hard to hear oh i i tried to go back because I loved it. Yeah, I I mean I love me some Dexter, but it it just doesn't un, un, unlike The Sopranos. Yeah, which I am on my, and I don't think I don't even think I'm exaggerating. No hyperbole here. I'm on my seventh go around. What? I'm on season four. I'm just about to the episode where. Chrissy has to uh, tell Tony that. Um, oh, what's his girlfriend's name? That uh, his girlfriend befriended an FBI agent. Oh, oh wow. what's her name? That super hot chick. Yeah, yeah. Adriana. Yeah, hey, I was just saying. Starts with an A. Yeah, I'm just at that, and. I love every, like, I've loved every, like, like no joke. Like, this is, li- I'm being 100% honest. 
seven times I've seen The Sopranos all the way through. Wow. Next is probably Bad Men, which I've seen probably five times through. And then Breaking Bad, maybe three times through. Wow. There's so much good stuff. How do you have time to There's, watch anything? Th- I have not seen anything remotely close as good to The Sopranos. Uh, yeah, well, The Sopranos I loved. Uh, I have, I've i never watched Mad Men or Breaking Bad. Man, Mad Men. I idolized Don Draper. Like, I want to be, like, if you were to do AI art and say, <laughs> make me a man that is Don Draper, Tony Soprano, and Mr. White all together that is the that is what i want to be well obviously i need to check this out so good so good so the 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 fun thing and actually i don't care how long this episode is sure if i are going the the fun thing about watching these shows that you love over and over again is you pick soup you pick different things out each time you watch them hopefully yeah and it's in it, every time that I've seen The Sopranos, I pick something new out. And I had a conversation with a friend a few weeks ago of my newest go around with The Sopranos, and the what I'm getting out of it is that, and, and for some people, it'll be like, duh, but you know, you know, when you watch it the first few times, I don't really think you focus on this, but Tony is afraid of women. He has a fear of women. Strong women. And women manipulate him every chance they get. And that his dominance as an alpha male only works in a room full of males and not with women. How interesting. Because I'm noticing that... Well, first of all, his sister does not care a flip Janice Ugh. about him and what he does. And his mom is the most evil person and, on the planet. I mean, yeah. And even Carmela, like Carmela, Carmela is for sure an accomplice, for sure an opportunist, but she can. Uh, walk the line between I am all of my needs are being met to what I really want and knows which battles to pick and which ones to really push on and the ones that she really pushes on Tony Caves Man, I'm going to have to watch this again. Uh, I tried to get the girlfriend in, interested in this, and we watched like uh, the first episode, and she loved it, but we've never gone back to it. Even though when we were first dating, she would buy me the seasons on HBO. Ooh. So I, I had all the box sets and everything. Now that everything is streaming, that was one of the it's things I sold. Max. Yeah. When I moved, I, I I was just like, I don't have the space for this anymore. Man, so I, just, I sold all those. And then I'm like this, even this go around, I'm realizing just what a weak character, what, what a weak character um, Multisanti is. 
Chrissy. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like I didn't really pick that up on the other the other watchings. He's weak. He's a weak guy. He's a weak man. That's interesting. Um, uh, Do you listen to? Because I know he has a podcast where they're going through the episodes he, too. It's with uh, the fat guy. Really? Uh, right. I have no. Not, I haven't. But not he's big do- pussy. No. Little with, pussy. No. <laughs> oh. No, I think he does it with um, with uh, what's his name, the fat guy who his wife died in a car accident. Like I just literally saw this episode with um. Oh, he was the uh, the kind of assistant guy then. To well, no, he took care of Junior for a yes, while. Yes, yes, okay. Yeah, he took care of Junior, but then his wife died in a car accident, and then he's the one who ends up marrying Janice. Oh wow! Holy cow! I, I think he does all about that. Guy. that. Okay. Man, I should probably listen to that podcast. I should probably watch that show again. Yeah. There's so much good stuff out now. I don't know how you have time to watch old stuff when Man, there's so I, much good stuff. It's. I mean, what? Well, The Last of Us was that that okay, started pretty strong. One episode. Yeah, but pretty great, right? Okay, but one episode. Although we're we're now in a situation, I can't say much about this. You read my novella, and I can't complain much about this. It's all uh, it's all trauma horror, right? Everything that goes on in a horror movie now is because someone has been raped or left, or you know, someone they know died. All of that. Isn't that how it's been though? I don't know that that's really what's going on, but uh, or what's gone on but that is definitely what's going on now Hmm. so i really like that first episode of the last of us you know what i will admit i may have teared up a bit first of all because i remember the trailer and in the trailer he's talking to that little girl and then he says your cargo Right. What? Oh, I didn't see the trailer. I guess. No. So the trailer, the trailer is the trailer doesn't show his daughter at all. Right. The trailer shows the later part. Okay. And then he's having a conversation with the little girl. Right. And then I don't remember what she says, but he turns and he says, "You're cargo." Because he's so broken because right. of his trauma. And then when we started seeing the episode and then I saw his daughter, I'm like, no, she's going to die. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's like she's dead. So I didn't see the trailer when that happened. And spoiler alert, his daughter dies. I was like, wait a second. I no, this is not what I thought was going to happen. And yeah, Yeah. that was super tough. I told her it was like she's going to die for sure. It's like she's dead. Ouch. And then, yeah, she's dead. That was super intense. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, but here's the thing. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to keep on watching it. It's like, I I mean. It was an amazing first episode. You're going to be like, eh, it probably can't continue. Well, probably because it's, at that point, they're just going to be the walking dead. Well, I mean, there is a little, I mean, it is basically zombies, right? But there's something about, you know, um, tentacles waving out of somebody's mouth that makes it a little creepier, to me at least. Yeah, but you like that tentacle stuff. Eh, I'm a big tentacle guy. I tried to watch Connect. I couldn't... uh, Really? You didn't like Connect? 
maybe I wasn't just in the right frame of mind. I so I love subtitles. Yeah, but I need to be ready right. for you subtitles. Can't be drunk when you're watching subtitles. Yeah. And then unfortunately, Connect is now. You have to help me. Eric helped me on it's my on own Hulu. pocket. Uh, Takashi Yamaguchi. No, Mieke. Mieke. Mike. Mike. Mieke. Mike. Mike. Tamarani. Wow, this has gotten Chef very Boyardee. racist. <laughs> Ouch. Toyota. You're going to want to cut this out. <laughs> oh, is this that Chef Boyardee? This <laughs> is going to age badly. Juan Valdez. <laughs> well, it's been a great show. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but you're, but no, yeah, he's I, yeah. I mean, um, you're right. Um, uh, Eric completely knows the pronunciation, and then also mentioned that he is one of the most prolific filmmakers ever. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't. I mean, I, I try. I mean, I'll give it another go. Well, you say you tried, but you saw one episode. Yes. Not even one episode. I don't think so. Well, you gotta see when everything You're starts right. connecting again. All right. It's it's a weird, creepy show. I haven't finished the. But series it's no. Yet. Sup- okay. It's no Soprano. I'm no, no. I'm what they call. Not. I'm what they call a basic male. <laughs> okay. I like, I like to watch stuff with strong men. Whether they be heroes or anti-heroes, that's what I like to watch. So if you were to wrap if you were to describe that in not so sensitive language, it would be like, I want to watch gangsters, mobsters, assassins like John Wick, Don Corleone. I like to see that kind of stuff. I'm I'm calling your bullshit here, or you've been lying to me. You said you liked the novella, Widowed. Yeah. yeah. That's not a strong male. Right. But. Oh. No, I disagree. Okay. He, okay, or you, the author's voice, painted this very cutesy picture of a little girl being curious and doing what little girls do, what little kids do, and wanting to explore, and the innocence of that, and then of contrasted to, is that the is that the right word? Like contrasted. I don't know what you're gonna say next. Maybe. So, but you you went. I think you went. You purposefully focused on the innocence of youth wanting to explore and then boom, you had her squashed. Well, you had her trampled. (laughs) She was, she was certainly not the lead character though, but that stuck out. So that's the thing that you connected. Yeah. That stuck out. And especially because you put a PS to the reader, right? You said to the reader, right? She is not a bad girl. Sure. Of course not, because she's little. Of course. That's what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to explore. She's supposed to go out. She's supposed to make her mom go crazy. 
And then the next time we see her, now you you squashed her. Ouch. And it, it, it and it wasn't even like you didn't even give her a dignified death by She's a five swift years death old. By I'm a not spider. sure how dignified I give a five year old. You specifically said squashed, if I'm correct. Like that's the word you use, squashed. I think I might have used squashed. You use the word squashed. <laughs> so she didn't even die by the main thing that your novella is about. Yeah. She died by panic and yeah. a, a a trampoline of people trying to escape. Yeah. This little that is super dark. Yeah. That, that I think that's what I told you. It's like that is super you were, dark. Yeah, you you did mention that. Yeah. But you liked it. Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> We've got to be past the uh, the time when we should wrap this up. No. Why? What? <laughs> Do you want to talk? Uh, where are you going to release this? So for, uh, so tell the readers, what is this? It's Widowed. I, I have a novella coming out. Uh, novella means it's uh, too short to be a novel, but too long to be a short story. And it will be released by Strangeons, uh, which is my company. It's going to have some illustrations in it. It's a, it is a script that I wrote 12 years ago that I just decided to turn into a short story. And I wrote it to be as long as it would be. And it, it turned out to be, I don't know, 30,000 words. Not long enough to be a novel and way too long to be a short story. It's a hundred pages. On that, yeah. But at the at the size it's gonna be, probably a little more than that. It's gonna be it's gonna feel like a uh like an early eighties novel that you would pick up at the grocery store, is what I hope. And it is about a a small town minister who has lost his faith and his wife is turning into a spider and he is regaining his faith by feeding his congregation to her, I guess, is the way it goes. You just gave it away. Yeah. Whack. That's what the story's about. It is. And there's a lot of personal stuff in there and there's uh, a lot oh, of yeah, buddy. a lot of crazy stuff in there. And I I really like it, and I just wanted it to be out there in front of everybody. So, so this book, this novella. I mean, I don't say novella; I say book. Okay. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. Can we? When when do you want to make this available? Uh, I meet with the editor for the final meeting this Friday. Oh, do you want notes? <laughs> yes, I would love notes. This is, I mean, if I'm going to give notes, this will probably be the best time to for me to give notes. Absolutely give notes. I can't guarantee that I will uh, listen to one note you give. I only have one. <laughs> okay. Holy cow. But it's not a criticism. No, no. I'd, I'd rather have a criticism. And actually, I had a screenshot. 
I feel like I'm just drunk enough to start slurring my words, so... You know, we ha- the show hasn't even started. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, This perfect. show is about 2022 and our top three... Oh, no. Our top, our top th- five movies of all no. time, which is what you told me. <laughs> all right. I will... I will uh I will adapt <laughs> real time and say th- what this show is really about is our top experience personally so your best experience of right. 2022 okay and then mine and then our top movie of 2022. Oh, of all of 2022? Just 2022. My shit. I have no idea. All right, let's go. You go first. No, I mean, you need my note first. (laughs) Yes, I want your notes. I only have one note. Okay. In the first, like, 30 pages, you use the word old, like, 60 times. Holy cow. That's it. Well, it's old people. I'm an old person, and I write about old people. Well, no, but you're like, old staircase, old coffee cup, old floor, old house, old this, old this, old this, old this. Wow, okay. I will will, uh, do a search for the word old, and I I will then be like ancient and eldritch. I did. So when I started reading it, like when I started reading it, I told the Lord, he's like, man, that's like, that's like, he's like, I just old. Like he's using the word old a gazillion times. Man. That's it. That was it. Like, seriously. I, I appreciate that. I'll do one more search of that. I'm going to meet with the editor, like I said, Friday. She's going to be like, you use the word old a lot in this book. Just at the beginning. Okay. But I get it because you're trying to, you're trying to establish. I just need to find uh, synonyms for the word old. Yes. I'll say this, I I have done so much writing since then. This was just a big thing that I decided, you know, I was tired of writing scripts that would get optioned and then nothing would happen. 80. 80 times? That's an old amount of times. Old tires. She smiled at their old joke. The old oak pews. Wow. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, ancient is my new word. Uh, my point is this. And, I, and I, the whole thing. Oh, boy. 163 uses of the word old. But this was after. So glad you decided to do this live <laughs> on the air. You old fucking asshole. I love you so much. Uh, I'm sorry. Should I have done this now? No, it's fine. I didn't think, actually, I didn't think that you would mind. I don't mind. Uh, The thing is that I'm meeting with this editor and I've written so much. So the whole point of this was to get me out of writing screenplays and into writing prose, which I haven't done in. 30 years. What is pro what is prose? Prose like a uh, fiction prose like uh, Stephen King writes prose yeah. and Michael Bay writes screenplays. 
And so I write screenplays. But when I started, I wrote prose. Okay. Short stories. And, I, you know, when I moved down to Los Angeles, I had a novel. And... Have I read that yet? No. Will you send it to me? No, I will not. That was the... Why? That was the novel that uh, Dick Smith read and said, you should be a screenwriter. <laughs> Can you please send it to me? <laughs> no. I don't have it in a digital format. That was 1987. Where do you have it? I have it as a physical copy. <sighs> please? No. Why? It's it's bad. I have here's the thing. The uh, oh, it's no, got hold up. it's got sex scenes in it and I was a virgin when I wrote it. And so I will read these sex scenes the, and go, "Oh, first this of is, all, this is written by a person who's never had sex." <laughs> first first of all, I'm not smart enough to know. Well, I'm not I'm I want to read it. First of all, yeah, open it. Open it. The only book that I've ever read that I've identified as bad is the Oscar de la Hoya biography. And we've talked about this before. <laughs> yes. And I have it. It's here somewhere. And I should probably give it to you. You, you could probably read it in a sitting because it's, it's meant for retards. Oh, ouch. <laughs> It took me a while to read it, but as I was reading it, I did not understand what was going on. I didn't know what time it was in his timeline. He kept on, it seemed to me, there was a lot of switching back and forth, and I, I was confused throughout the whole thing. And then at the end of it, I'm like, what did I just read? But obviously, I mean, first of all, Oscar didn't write this. It was a ghostwriter. Sure, of course. Yeah. So the ghostwriter was completely out of touch with the true Oscar story because I think the true Oscar story would have been I mean, come on, he it was a he I mean he grew up in East LA and then was a golden boy and then won the you know, he won a gold medal in the right. Olympics. Like how could you not write a summer? Very and interesting. And then, then he became one of the best boxers you know most exciting boxers like how could you not write a good like you put ai in there like they would have written a better <laughs> book than this thing well anyway can you please let me read this book no even though you know that it's literally going to take me six months to finish <laughs> this book no and it's oh. and it's because who has does eric have this book no uh, this has been read by a few people that, you know, you don't know. I don't care. And it's not very good. But the thing that is, I, I guess what I would say is most important is that I've written stuff since the novella that you've read. And the people who have read that is like, wow, your writing has gotten so much better in six months. So let me read it. No, I'm not going to let you read the old thing. I'll let you read the, uh, you know, I've got something out. Uh, well, coming up this year is uh, Infernal Combustion. Oh, I sent you a good video. You did? Oh, yeah, you did of that That's engine blowing video. up. That was crazy. 
And then I've got That's what something... I call my orgasms. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Infernal combustion. I hope you scream that. No, but she feels it. <laughs> oh, she boy. feels the heat. Oh, boy. Could be syphilis. Honey. Is this the end of this show? It seems like it should be. <laughs> I really want to read this book. Why would you mention this and then not think that I would be I, insistent? I mentioned it or because that the I, next time I, I come over, I'm going to get you drunk and then I'm going to go into your uh, study oh, and then look for it and then just steal study. it. <laughs> no, it's not there. Uh, Where is it? It's <laughs> of course it's there. <laughs> Liar. Please. No, my point is this, that uh, just writing more and more in this style has made me better at it, hmm. made me realize, oh, yeah, you write like this instead of the way I was used to writing. I was so uh, I was so into screenwriting that I would write my my shopping list in three-act structure. I don't you know, know what that is. Okay, in screenplay format. I don't know what that is. Okay. My point is this, I, that I went to school for that and that's how I just started writing everything. I wrote in screenplay. Yeah. I would write uh, comic book scripts in screenplay format and then I would hand that to the artists and they were like, oh, okay, this is not what I'm used to, but I can make this work. So I am now writing everything as you would read in a book, and it's uh, it's weird and it's freeing, and I'm having a great time. Okay, so when can I read this book? Which one? The first one. No, never. I will not accept it's this awful. as an answer. It's awful. First, first of all, you're assuming that I know what that means, <laughs> which is mistake number one, right? I I read it about 15 years ago, and I was like, wow, no wonder everybody passed on this. It's awful. And every writer has what they call a, a trunk novel. It's just a novel that you, you wrote and you put in a trunk. Nobody wants it. But I want it. No. Why? I refuse. I, I am taking this as a direct hit to our friendship. I refuse. I'm taking my You can. can't have it back I love it And it's mine forever Well first of all well, You realize that I will be insistent A ton Yeah like You do realize Every that. single time This is our friendship Like every time I come over Yeah I'll be like I'm gonna kick you in the face And then Never go gonna happen. this rope. That's so dumb <laughs> That is so dumb. <laughs> There's a lot of Howard Stern going on here with the belching and all that, but uh, it's not going to happen. I, it's it's something that, that the girlfriend hasn't read. Uh, Eric hasn't read. I don't care about any of those people. That's right. Care about me. I know. I want to read it. It's not going to happen. <sighs> Consider this an exercise in helping uh, someone who doesn't read to read. Okay. That should suffice. Look, you should know that this book was called Hellraisers, R-A-Z-O-R-S. I love it. Because it was a gang of demonic uh, gangsters and, and gang bangers in Los Angeles. 
I love it. No, it was What would bad. I not like about that? It was that? very bad. Do you realize that for my AR, the, the AI art that I was sending to you the other day, that my text was an army of um, xenomorphs fighting Cthulhu? Oh, I love that you can't say Cthulhu. But that's what I was doing. I know. And then I put an Aztec warrior fighting Cthulhu on the shore. Cthulhu. Right. (laughs) You should know that my novel was so bad that Dick Smith, who had only written episodes of... He had he'd only done episodes of like Hogan's Heroes and uh and That's a brilliant Land show. of the Lost. He was like Who's Land of the Lost? Sid Croft? Yeah, he had written episodes of that and he was like, You should be a screenwriter. Right, but <laughs> this is the kind of critique my novel got. But I don't know what any of that means. Just means it was not very good. And I I as I've grown as a writer, I look back on it and I go this is not very good. So then what's the danger of me reading it? I, I just like, don't. What, what do you, like, okay, let's pretend that you let me read this book. Right? Look at me in the eye. Let's pretend that you let me read this book. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Nothing. Well, first of all, you won't read it. I'll, I'll promise you I'll read it. You just have to send it. Oh, no, this is physical. Okay. I will read it. <laughs> I, have, I am promising you that I will read it. I have one copy of this in my possession, and I don't hand it out to people. I won't. It's bad. Jizz, I promise maybe, I won't jizz on it. Maybe I will, you know, take things that I like from it at some point. I don't know. What's the worst Can thing? Can we wrap this up? No. Are we done? I got to pee. <sighs> Are no. we going to do favorite things that happened this year? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, hurry, hurry up. Man, we are only... Okay, fine. Four hours into this. I'll say this. My favorite thing this year was Crypticon. I will disagree. What? You're a liar. And I'll say this. It wasn't Crypticon in general. It was Crypticon because I got to grab you and Lori and I got to grab Vanessa. And we all just sat around and we even had uh, Brian and Gwen from the Lovecraft Film Festival show up. I'm rejecting all of this. This wow. is not your this is not your best experience of 2020. It was so much fun. No. Listen, I'm not going to tell you about the threesome I organized between a couple of ex-girlfriends who were just like, "Let's make this happen, Mr. Kelly, Big Dick Young." No. Okay. This is not what happened. Okay. You're lying. All right then. Okay. Your best experience of 2022. Oh. Was the Lovecraft Festival in Portland? Oh, that was a good time for sure. <laughs> yeah, that Not was Crypticon. a really that was a really good time. You, I had you have never, you have not spent as much time telling me how much of a good time that you had. I don't want to hurt Eric's feelings. Who cares about squeaky <laughs> Eric? Am I, I wrong? I had a great time this year. No, the best time. It was really fun. Y- yeah. It was so much fun. Right. 
How is it that I know what your best experience of 2022 is? That was pretty great. I know that. I like we when you when I see you um talk about that like you're you light up. Yeah, that was that was spectacular. I mean, it hurts a little bit because you're pretty <laughs> adamant about me not going. Although I am putting my glass here so that you can fill on my glass. What was your best experience? Well, no, let's talk a little bit about you about yours. Oh. So first, am I wrong? That was, uh, I mean, look, you've got me at a disadvantage. Because? I'm, well, I'm four bottles into the night, and I can't really think of what my best experience was. I mean, the girlfriend might be a little bit disappointed that she's not included. I'm but- guessing that my best experience was with you at some point. That's sad if that's true. But you're in one of my top threes. Was it Crypticon? Well, no, because you did not hang out with me at all. What are you talking about? We fuck every night. We hung out and drank afterwards. No, we didn't. False. You're the worst. You're the worst. No, you're the worst. You hung out with me at the start. Yeah. And then that's it. You're such a and, liar. And then I butted in <laughs> on your strange eons, which I'm fully conscious that I butted in. You're such a liar. I believe I invited you. No. Wow. No one invites me to anything. I invite myself. Wow. So false. Super false. But your face of how you describe this uh hp lovecraft festival weekend in portland it was great when you bailed on your most awesomest of co hosts wedding <laughs> wow this is going to be an episode that doesn't get aired they don't right? listen anyway <laughs> and i didn't i didn't bail on it i I weighed my options. And it's like fun, not fun. <laughs> Didn't Man, expect my, good. my ex-girlfriend from many years ago to show up at the <laughs> HP Lovecraft Film Festival. But you had, I mean, and I loved it. It's like, I'm all right. My boy didn't want me to join him. I would have gone. Did I tell you not to join? Almost. So You're like no, well, I did not say that. It's like oh, it's like well, it's like I'm gonna be with this guy. Wow. Okay. Like, All right. Oh, okay. But you, I mean, I'm so happy that you had so much fun. I did. And then when you told me, it's like I met, I, I like we, I was talking. Who, who are you talking to? Uh, the, Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah, the dude who runs the joint, right? Oh no, that's Andrew McGlory. Oh. Yeah, I stayed with Andrew. Yeah. And then I met Joseph Scrimshaw. Yeah. Who has a uh, a crazy Star Wars podcast that's in the top 0.5% of podcast listeners. Jesus. It was insane. He must, he must have girls showing their buttholes on this podcast. That's not true. It's uh it's a very geeky podcast and I love him very much. Uh 
All right, but their buttholes and their vaginas. He was he was on something going, you know, we'd like to to build our YouTube listeners this episode. So we're trying to get you all up to 10,000. And I was like, 10,000 YouTube listeners? Nobody watches on YouTube. No. I watch some stuff on YouTube. I watch them <laughs> on YouTube. Anyway, I realized when he was struggling to get YouTube listeners, it was because... He has, you know, a million podcast listeners. That's Whatever. Whack. Fuck off, Joseph. He told me at one point that my humor was cruel. A little bit. In my in, in my face, he said, yeah, well, you've got a cruel sense of humor. I mean, and I'm like, fuck you, Joseph Scrimshaw. I might have said that. Well, you. fuck you. <laughs> When you brought on this egg timer, yeah. I was offended. Uh, f- for who? For me. Oh. Because mm. I had mentioned that. Yeah. Mentioned what? I had mentioned that there's a disparity in time. <laughs> uh, do tell. Please, in That's, detail. I, I, just, I just told. Sure. What do you mean? And then, so by then, that, when you're though. like, "I'm bringing this egg timer," I'm like, "This this prick." It's like I told him, I told this prick, like, yeah, like months ago. By prick, he means Kelly you. Young, yeah, Strange Eons like, Radio. Oh, like he needs, he needs these two one 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 Colby super, Avenue. He needs these other nerds, <laughs> Everett Washington. Sure, he needs these other mega nerds to tell him this. And when I told him this, like literally months ago, wow, I literally. Use those other mega nerds to save you. What? From anybody thinking that you were the reason. I don't understand what that means. <laughs> wow. Listen, I used camouflage and you're just like, hey, here I am. I'm the asshole. Well, right. Hey, I'm anything but honest. <laughs> There's. Wait, 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 wait a second. <laughs> I'm anything but honest. Wait, I'm anything but false. We've been recording for 14 hours now. No, we haven't. <laughs> it's got to be time to... I know I have to go to the bathroom again pretty soon. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hold on. I love... This is probably the best show of the year. <laughs> I will never show the show again. Three episodes canned. <laughs> <laughs> no. If anything, this is a two-parter. <laughs> How long have we been recording? Not long. 48 hours. We've been recording for an hour and a half. That I'm sure. Two hours is the max. My that boss I think has that probably left do. me many messages saying, hey, are you coming to work or not? I'm going to grill after this. <laughs> I know have, hamburgers. We, we I'm starving. To, we have to. Have I'm some starving. Dinner. All right. So, uh, your experience, would you agree, was for 2022 was this HP low crap? Yeah, probably. It. Yeah. I think it might so always right. be. Yeah, you were right. Does that make you feel good? Yeah, because okay. I know you. Okay. Oh, all right. Your eyes only light up for certain things. That's right. Well, and that's one of them. And the other one is when you talk about Eric and Vanessa. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. What about you then? 
best experience for 2022? I bought a freaking house. You really did. It was a whole lot of money. Man, you guys were trying for a long time, too. <sighs> then we gave up. So we looked for a good five months in... Tw uh, no. In 2021. Can I just say that you <laughs> you told me you weren't interested in doing something like this because you were moving to Mexico. Oh, yeah, I want to. And then the next thing I heard was we're, we're trying to buy a house. Well, I mean, reality sits in. Right? <laughs> so Mexico is tough because they don't do loans for they don't do home loans. Oh, OK. That makes sense. It's, it's like if anyone buys anything in Mexico, like you have to have all the money. All right. Um, they're just barely now starting some sort of thing. But it's so um, this coincides with my goal for Q1 of 2023 is to get my Mexican passport because I was born in Mexico. And it supposedly it is a lot easier to buy property if you're a national i've heard that so i need to do that because technically i'm a national in fact <clears throat> i've heard that you can't buy uh water front property unless you were born there yeah is that true i don't know okay i don't know um yeah i have no idea but i do know that once uh, so i was I was born in Mexico, but I don't have a Mexican passport. Okay. But I have a Mexican birth certificate. Interesting. But right. I need a Mexican passport to prove so that I can get dual citizenship. Right. And then that's what they look at when you're when you're trying to buy when you're trying to buy stuff. Okay. So I need to do that. Hurry and up. actually the Mexican consulate and, and like on the North end of Capitol Hill. This is what will make me actually finally come hang out in Mexico as if uh, my best friend lives in Mexico and the only way I can see him. I'm not is your by, best friend. You're my best friend. In your novella, yeah. you mentioned Tillman's death. Yeah. 60 times. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. You mentioned Zamora. One time. You mentioned old man Margaret 26 times. Wow. Somebody's uh, paying way too much attention to that kind of stuff. Which, trailer Vanessa, you get no mentions. <laughs> it's true. There's no trailer Vanessa. <laughs> no trailer Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> Look, she's, uh, she's not going to listen to all of this. I, I'm meeting with the editor this weekend. There might be some trailer Vanessa in there somewhere <laughs> after this. My fear is the editor says this is way too much story for a novella and it should be, you know, 400 pages long. So you have to write more? The weird thing about this is that. So I wrote that script 12 years ago and then. I wrote a script for a TV series that I was trying to sell to Netflix and 
that was one of the storylines in that little town. I thought it would be a Twins Peak, a Twin Peaks kind of thing, and uh, there's a serial killer in town, and there's all this other stuff going on in town, and it just so happens that the uh, pastor minister's wife is turning into a spider. So I kind of incorporated that into that, and now I'm afraid she'll say, oh, this this requires that entire thing you wanted to write for the TV series. Oh, that's exciting, though. Well, we'll see. I, I'm kind of, I don't know, kind of done with the story now. No! I feel like I want to move on to the other things I'm writing. Versus getting a Netflix deal? Well, nobody at Netflix was interested. Well, so versus expanding on it, so maybe just requires me writing more. the The only reason I'm help. doing this is because nobody was ideas. interested. <laughs> Can we wrap this up? I have to pee. My goodness, fine. We didn't even talk about the best movie. You know what? Go pee. Really, we're gonna do another break? Yeah. Okay. I want the listener to know I've been here since 3.15. It is now 7.30. And? I'm just saying, you know, how how long are we going to do this? What? What? <laughs> we talking about favorite movies? Winker. Yeah. How dare you? Mm-hmm. What were we talking about before? Nothing. Oh, so you said you were going to let me read this book. No, I was not. <laughs> wow. What was your favorite movie this year? <clears throat> oh. All right, let's talk about this. And then this will be the end. Thank God. Oh, yeah, we got five minutes. Um, Top Gun Maverick. I still haven't seen it. I saw it twice at the theater. That's wow. the only movie I saw twice at the theater. Now, one of those times you were alone. Yes. True. Then the second time I was not alone, I had some hot blonde that I banged later. Wow. FYI. Holy cow. It was perfect. I love it. Was, it was just perfect. What was yours? Uh, it might be Top Gun Maverick, but I didn't see it. So then it's not. Well, I... I wonder if it would be. I didn't love Top Gun. Yeah, so you wouldn't. Okay. So out of the ones that you s- did experience. It's going it's to offend you. What is it? Uh, hold on. Is yeah. it? Let me guess. Yeah. Uh, Buzz Lightyear, because you're a little gay. Wow. How dare you? I am a lot gay. <laughs> It was uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. (sighs) Okay, I get it. But it was just too long. It was long, but I loved every minute of it. It was so fucking weird. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you're like, yeah, it It was was way too long. (laughs) Did you you like it? I did. Okay. They could have cut 30 minutes easy. I do not disagree. Yeah. Yeah. It it could have been cut a little shorter. It was no, I did. I really did like it. Um, the acting was perfect. I love all of those actors and it was really good. But 
it was just too much. Okay. It was, it was just too much. What what were some of the other ones this year that you liked? I have a let's see. I think I made a list. What do you feel about like a uh, prey? I didn't see it. You didn't watch Prey? It's on Hulu. It's free. Come on now. No, I did not see it. Just no interest or No. Wow, okay. No, I didn't really see it. I mean, uh um what's that one called the Barbarians? Yeah. You like Barbarian. I loved it. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was super good. That was that was pretty crazy. Hold on, I have a list here. There's a nice bit of uh misdirect in there. No, oh, no, it would like it, that movie went in three different directions. Yes. But also when you cast uh oh god, who's the guy that plays Justin Pennywise? Long. No. Oh no, uh something scars. Right, scarred. he was but it Basically, he has played one of the biggest villains in film ever, and you cast him in a movie, then automatically everybody assumes he's going to be a bad guy, and I loved what they did with that. All right, so hold on. I need to... Um, oh, the menu. Okay, let's talk about the menu. Are you sure? You was got that three minutes? Was that one of your favorite movies this year? I think it was. Poured you another glass of wine here. Cause um, so hold up. So let's do a little recap. Okay. So popular movies of 2022. Right. The menu. Yeah. The pale blue eye. Okay. I don't know. I didn't see that. Well, I Christian did. Christian Bale. Uh, everything. Everywhere. Everywhere. All, all at once. once. Uh, glass onion. Yeah. Eh, I, I think I dug it. Huh. Uh, Banshees. Yeah. Of. Insurance. Yeah. Eh. I'm, I don't think I'm in a Colin Firth phase. <laughs> Smile. It's not Colin Firth. It's Colin. Farrell. There, there you go. Smile. I hated. It was. I thought it was going to be way better. Yeah. Um. All of these, I did not spirited. I uh, I chuckled at a spirited. I think you liked Violent Night. I loved Violent Night. You didn't like it. I haven't seen it. Oh, you would love it. Amsterdam. I didn't. I didn't see it. I liked half of it, <laughs> but I've only seen half of it. Okay. <laughs> X. Uh. There could have been more nudity in it. Along with X is Pearl, and I... I haven't seen Pearl. I didn't love it. Will, like, Will Smith. Bleh. No, thank you. Um, oh, there's a new Jeepers Creepers. Reborn. Didn't no, see it. really bad. Ticket to Paradise. Nah. Haven't seen it. Clooney and uh, What's-Her-Face. No, didn't watch it. Bullet Train. I thought that was fun. It was fun. Eh. Uh, Terrifier 2. Okay, let's talk oh, about Terrifier. I've only seen about 20 minutes. You it. didn't like it. Well, I, I stopped watching it because it looked so cheap. So, okay. So, 
um, on the, what was it, two episodes ago of SAR? Eric, Strange Eons yeah, Radio. Strange Eon Radio. I think, or is it last, the last episode? Where Eric brought it up. Yeah. Like, he and I could have a good 45-minute conversation okay. about Terrifier 1 versus Terrifier 2. Because he believed that Terrifier 1 wasn't a movie. Okay. Like, he said that multiple times. He's like, it's not a movie. It's just a bunch of vi- uh, scenes, uh, violent scenes. Right. But I disagree. Um, I liked it. I loved it, actually. Terrifier 2, you're saying? No, Terrifier 1. Oh, okay. I thought Terrifier 1 was brilliant. Wow, that's one that I did not like. Terrifier 2, they tried to turn it into a movie, and I don't think it worked. Wow, I'm hearing... I'm hearing the one person who's saying Terrifier 1 was better than Terrifier 2, because... Terrifier 1 had probably one of the best kill scenes ever. And Terrifier 2 decided to be PG-13. I don't think that's true at all. No, that is absolutely true. I mean, it's R-rated. Doesn't matter. Okay. Does not matter. Like, the there... And then the reason why that is is because they incorporated kids into Terrifier 2. It was about kids. All right. It was about, and, and not even like like kids' kids with their mom. I guess I didn't get that far into it. No, they're kids. Okay. They're like, so Terrifier 1 is brutal. And has enough of a story. Like, sure. Like, at this point, it kind of seems like I don't need a backstory for my mass killing serial killer. Like, why is <laughs> Michael Myers Michael Myers? He's insane. Well, but why does he have supernatural strength and can pop up everywhere? Who knows? Right. Exactly. So why is there a killer clown on the loose somewhere in New York or uh, New Jersey? I don't, I don't know. Like, But so your Strange Eons co-host completely. Strange Eons radio co-host. Strange Eons uh, Squeaky Eric. He's not going to listen. He's not going to care. He completely dismissed the beginning where there these two chicks are at this pizza shop after their party, right? So they've been partying, they're done. They go to this pizza shop in somewhere in New Jersey where like this is like the thing to do in in, in that neck of the woods. And then that chick calls her sister who's supposed to be the more responsible one and then like there is a story there. And then they like go off, but their car, whatever happens, like there is a story. It is a movie. And it has one of the best kill scenes ever. This is in Terrifier. The first one. Okay. Which is the hot chick hung by her heels (laughs) 
a la Ed Gein, right? Don't love this. And then he just cuts her in half right from the vagina. Oh, my. Nah. Not my thing. Brilliant. (laughs) Of course. Terrifier 2 is PG-13. Okay. Like, the there's, there, I mean, maybe the most brutal, I'm not trying to even think of, like, the most brutal one was. It's like, it doesn't even, it's not even brutal. It's like, maybe when he shoots the mom in the face with a shotgun, maybe. Is there no appreciation for the fact that this film is a, tiny little film that somehow got theatrical release and has people talking about it? There's nothing about you that goes good for them? Yes. But if you're going to ask me which one is better, okay, I'm going to say one is better. Because they put kids into the second one. (laughs) What horror movie does good when you put kids into it? Look, I didn't like either of them, but I felt like what I saw of two... Was better than what I saw of one. Why? Just the craft, the filmmaking craft. Eh, it was the same. I mean, I put it on par as the same. Okay. No. Like, I, didn't, I didn't feel that. You didn't feel like it looked better? The quality was a little better? Mm, not really. It's like there was a warehouse scene. There was a house scene. Okay. Or set, I should say. Well, good luck getting those filmmakers on your podcast. It's the same one. That's what I mean. The Damien. <laughs> That's what I mean. No, I would ask him. I was like, why did you hold back on two? <laughs> why are you gay? <laughs> you are gay. That's a fair question. <laughs> I mean, come on. There was a kill scene in the first one where a hot naked chick is hanging from her heels. Right. And then right. he cuts her in half. <laughs> vagina first. Ouch. There was nothing remotely close to that in part two. Right. You had a bunch of you had a bunch of kids wanting around like, okay, it's like, oh, I'm going to a magic shop. Okay, so fine. You get a couple jump scares from the magic shop. This is what makes the show X-rated. We know that there is the taint between the butthole and the balls, right? Gone with the chainsaw. But what is there between the vagina and the butthole? Is that also the a taint? Pernerium. No, that's not a dude also. It's the same. I'm just well, saying. Well, whatever it is, it was Look, gone. A taint is not exactly a uh, official medical term. It was gone because a chainsaw chopped taint? it up. A taint saw? Yes. Texas taint saw massacre? Do you think I could get this dude on my pocket? That would be super cool. <laughs> the last 40 minutes of this has to be deleted. I'm not deleting anything. I'm actually going to release this in lower quality. So it's four bottles. It all fits in one. All right. Are we hungry? Should I go grill up some I'm burgers? I'm starving. I want a burger. All right. So fine. All right, everyone. This was the first show of the year. Woo. And I thought that I would do it as a, a bang. <laughs> With literally my favorite human on the face of the earth. It's me, El Stupido. That's so funny, right? <laughs> I love this man so much. I love you, like, brother. Men don't tell other men they love them enough, but 
I love you so much. I love you. But you're going to be back in a couple episodes, and we're going to... Do you still have my Blood In, Blood Out DVD? I sure do. I was going to tell you to bring it. I've watched about 35 minutes of it. <sighs> you might get punched in the face. Because that movie is so perfect. I'd like to set up a poll of everybody who is watching. Right, you know what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's do a poll of perfect movies. Okay. All right. Um, this is just a, a teaser for what I think sure. perfect movies are. All right. So the first one is Blood In, Blood Out. Blood In, Blood Out. That I think are perfect movies. Okay. Back to the Future. Oh, okay. It's a Wonderful Life. Princess Bride. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Dark Knight. Dark Knight, boy. No, no horror films in this. No. The Thing. No. So what uh, are yours? I gave five. Okay. That we'll need to follow up on. Jaws. Uh, Star Wars, The Thing, uh, oh boy, I would say Invasion of the Body Snatchers, 1979. With Donna Sutherland? Yeah. And, uh, that, the that's, I mean, Princess Bride, who can, who can argue against that? Those are the thing, those are the five that you think are perfect movies. I think that those are perfect movies. All right, so these are the ones that Eric thought were perfect movies. Oh, that guy's an idiot, though. He sent them to Eric me. Morgan, Strange oh, Ants Radio? Oh, what a weirdo. Oh, man. I deleted him. <laughs> Good. I would have done the same thing. Oh, whack. He, he said Amadeus, I'm sure. He did. He probably said uh, Princess Bride. Oh, did he? Okay. He that surprises me. That's um, oh. good fellows, I bet. Uh what else would Eric have said? He he's such a loser. Uh oh, I bet you he Hold on. I mean, I asked him to send them to okay. me. Okay, all right. Oh. He'll send them to me. On wow, we're gonna do this online right yeah. now. He replies Live. quickly to me, unlike Unlike others. Nope. I hate that movie. <laughs> I hate Jordan Peele. I hate all of Jordan Peele's movies, FYI. Yep. <laughs> He's not going to reply to me quickly. No, of course not. It's Monday night. But you're right. Amadeus was on his list. Oh, of course, that's his Princess favorite Princess Bride movie. was on his list. I think Jaws was on his list, too. And then my notable mentions are Tropic Thunder. <laughs> As a perfect movie? Yeah. I might have to watch that again. That is a movie that I think is really great. Underrated, well, for sure. Underrated can never be made again. No. Brave. <laughs> I hate that word, but yes. And then uh, another one of my honorable mentions are Armageddon. I don't care how many times I've seen what? I cry every single time. You're ridiculous. Oh my goodness. That movie is it's the like worst. My mangina vibrates and Drippy, gross. and just drips. It's 
it's I, I you like you you're like I wish I had put cookie animals on my girlfriend's belly button. Bullshit. That movie sucks. You cannot name one bad thing about that movie. I would say that Deep Impact is a better movie than Armageddon. No, I disagree. You're wrong. Nope. That's because you're kind of gay. I am super gay. Well, that's why. I'm 100% deep in, gay. Deep Impact is the gay movie of of uh, of I'm, world destruction. I'm your gayest friend, and Armageddon, I'm straight. Armageddon, so that says a lot about you. Armageddon is the man movie. It's I awful. mean, come on. They draw straws. <laughs> they do. And, and it, I hate Ben Affleck. Like. I mean, okay, well, I hate Apparently Ben Affleck not. as a person. <laughs> Ironic. I love Ben Affleck as a person. I hate him as an no, actor. No, he's a horrible person. No. But he draws the short straw. Yeah. But Bruce Willis says, I'm going to walk you. And like right away, I was like, bro, he's not going to let you. And then he gets down there and then he goes, he takes his air thing off and it's like your job now is to take care of my grace. Wow. You are such a softy. They literally wrote that shitty movie for, for stupid people like you (laughs) who didn't know how to have actual feelings. I'm cheering up. (laughs) Don't want to close my eyes. (laughs) Don't want to miss a thing. Cause I love it, babe. That's what's supposed to happen. No, it's so stupid. Look at me. It's it's so stupid, and you oh are a goodness. stupid person for loving it. No, it's and I am. It's like your job now is to take person for he loving said, your you. Your job now is to take care of my <laughs> girl, Grace. So bad. Can we please end this very embarrassing podcast? Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, you're gonna be all right. Oh, poor little baby over there. I love that movie. <sighs> Listen. And then you made then Bruce you Willis, said, Ben Affleck, Steve Buscemi, and Aerosmith rich for loving that movie. And then he says, no, this was supposed to be my job. And then he has that conversation with Grace at the end where he's like, baby, I probably, <laughs> baby, he called her, I think he called her baby. Carlos, I've never hated you more. It's like I promised you that I would make it home, but I'm going to have to break that promise, Gracie. I'm infuriated and by I'm this telling discussion. You that AJ did good. No. AJ's really good, and he's going to... Oh, my goodness. All right. I cr- like, I'm, like, I'm tearing up right now. That is the most perfect movie ever. You're the weepiest pussy I have ever met. And I have met a lot of weepy pussies. It works. I, Jesus, I, see I really it, am I see it in your eyes it. now. I'm going to kick you in the nuts as hard as I can when we're done with this. Can we please be done with this so I can just fucking aim what, one you gotta pee right again? at your knockers? <sighs> not, not these knockers. Not the British knockers. I mean, uh, your bulls.
No. You're cacking bullshit. All right. So the other honors is uh, Top Gun for Perfect Movie, which, no. eh, and then Godfather 2. Why? You like Godfather 2 better than Godfather? No. Actually, I love them both. Godfather is a better movie. I mean, I, I've I seen I love them. Godfather 2, but The Godfather <clears throat> is such a good movie. One of the... I love my wife. Have I told you how much I love my wife? Not on this episode. For one year for my birthday. Oh, I don't actually I don't even think it was for my birthday. But I don't pay attention to stuff that go that like is happening. Sure. You don't even know your wife's birthday. I'm No, I know a birthday. It's what? It's uh September seventh. This is I a random date ha- that you've thrown out. I no. was gonna say, yeah, that's right, but I don't know. So she, but she's in tune with everything that goes around near us, like activities to do. And then one day she's like, eh, did it coincide with my birthday? I was like, I'm not sure if it was my birthday or not. But she said, um, she said, do you want to go see The Godfather? I'm like, heck yeah. So she learned, she found out that um, near Seattle Center at that, there's a theater in in the complex there. Yeah. That they're doing a Godfather, Godfather 2, back to back. Wow. And then she got us she got us tickets for that. <laughs> she got you seven hour tickets. Yeah. <laughs> and then we saw both of them. Nice. And I hadn't that was the very first time that I had seen Godfather on the a semi big screen. I've never seen Godfather on a big screen. Yeah. Or we saw uh, them both. Neither of them. So No, she's really good about that. And then we she also got us back to back for Batman Beginnings and The Dark Knight. Nice. And IMAX. Oh, like that's she's cool. super that's good cool. about doing this. So we got to do that. Like, oh yeah, my wife's the best. I don't deserve her. Which is why I'm crying for stupid oh, Armageddon. Jeez, still for more of the crying. Sake. Uh, don't you have some uh, sponsors to thank? Okay, fine. Rancho Bravo. I mean, we've only been recording for two minutes. 14 hours. All right. No one's going to listen to any of this anyway. So if you want tacos and you're on Capitol Hill, check out Rancho Bravo Tacos. Um, and then the title sponsor is The Sneakers Friend. Uh, check that out. All of that is going to be in the show notes. And then my boy, Kelly, is th- the most talented writer that I know. You're very, <laughs> you're very kind. I don't think Whom that's I true. Love. Oh. I don't know any other writers. Oh, no, that's not true. I know one other writer. and then I was sh- going to say it's, uh, it's true because I'm the only one you love. True. Yeah. But the other one that I know just writes. No, like, nobody cares books. about that person. Uh, you can find my stuff, uh, me at strangeonsradio.com. And uh, most of my writing will be available on that site as well. But we need to expand that. Okay. We're going to work on that, though. But you oh. need to trust, you don't trust me, is the thing. Oh. <laughs> I thought that I trusted you very much. No. Oh, because I've told you what we we should do to expand this. And you're like world domination. 
It's like Rick Tillman. Oh, boy. I love me some Rick Tillman, Strange Eons Magazine. He was prominently featured in Widowed. Yes. Tillman's Bluff. No, it's not Tillman's Bluff. It's Tillman's Tillman's Depth. Depth. Wow. Boy, this has gone, we've gone way off the reservation. You know what I was? I was a can of raid. I told Lori I was an exterminator. And then when she read it, she's like, you're not an exterminator. You're just a bottle of raid. I'm like, mega whack. I just threw names into this thing that I was writing. Super I didn't bad. realize that you had to be a prominent thing in this thing I was writing. I mean, I would have loved to have been old man Zamora. <laughs> actually, Zamora doesn't fit into anything. Guess actually. what? You are old man Zamora. I am old man Zamora. <laughs> I All love right. you, man. I love you so much. All right, everybody. This is the longest episode I've ever done. I'm going to have to put this into the crappiest quality ever so it'll fit on one show. <laughs> If it, that doesn't work, it'll be two shows, and I'm okay with that. Me too. Um, but 2023, we need more shows. We're going to talk a whole lot more about guns. Oh, uh-oh. So, like, the... Uh, you know I am anti-gun. You are anti-gun. <laughs> um, as I was watching the... Uh, what's it called? Last... The Last of Us. The Last of Us last night. The only thing that kept going through my brain was I have no ammo. (laughs) Yeah, I actually filled out a form because I'm sending something back on warranty. And it was kind of ridiculous. It's just like, make sure there's no ammo involved. And it was like... Only UPS, and let me just tell you this. I'll say this right now on the air. I'm wrapping this all up in a box I got. I'm sending it FedEx. It should be fine. It it will be fine, but FedEx says we will not ship firearms. Well, I guess what? They will. You're gonna. <laughs> I may have uh, received something through one of the third-party suppliers, but uh, what it did do, it's... Like, I have enough guns. I just don't have enough ammo. Do you still have that Beretta? Yeah. I want to buy that Beretta off you. Mm. <laughs> I mean, if you don't want it, I want it, is well, what maybe. I'm saying. <laughs> maybe we'll go. All right. All right everybody, <laughs> this is, we're going to kick off. So I have, I've put out so many requests for shows for this year. We're going to have people who talk about sneakers. We're going to have people who talk about guns. I live really close to a gun shop, and she wants to come on to talk about Second Amendment stuff. Um, we're going to have people to talk about movies. We're going to have people to talk about home improvement. Oh. Because I bought a house, and it's like I got a gazillion things I need to do. Um, so keep I'm on. interested in all those. Well, yeah, you're one of them because you are going to help me dig. Oh, shit. All right. Um, so thank you so much. Subscribe, all your favorite podcast app, and then on YouTube, you're going to be able to see us. And then, all of, like, we weren't joking when we have a bunch of bottles. We have four bottles done. I've got this amazing bottle opener. I'm. This has been the best night ever. Thank you so much, brother. I love you so much. I love you. Let's do this again. And then uh, you will be able to see Kelly in 
three short episodes when we watch Blood In, Blood Out. That's true. He will hate it, but it is one of my perfect movies. All right. Is that it? That's it. All right. Adios. Adios. Thank you. Bye-bye.